Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is with my good friend Marky Mark. He's back, and uh, this time we're gonna we were gonna do it on the Federal Reserve in the monetary system, but we 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 diverted and we decided to go down, uh, you know, famous satanic and child trafficking cases in the United States and and, and other ways and. It's a quick podcast. We, we we had some sound issues, but uh, we go into some stuff that uh, is really powerful, and uh, it's it's a good quick thing to get people's uh, minds racing. And and uh, I would encourage you guys to you know deep dive down some of these uh, these references and citations that I said in this podcast, and and, and look into it for yourself because. Uh, The world is not always what it seems. It's theater. I hope you enjoy this podcast as much as I did make it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host, Jeremy Lipsy, and today we have a repeat offender, my good buddy, Marky Mark. Marky Mark, how you doing? I'm doing as well as 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 I can be right now. All right. I'm well, uh, you know, it's all in the hands of uh, the Most High, and we we always forget that shit sometimes. Uh, me and Mark were originally gonna do a a podcast on the Federal Reserve and monetary stuff. We're going to have to save that because we had some sound issues, so we got basically a 55-minute late start on this show, and I have uh, an appointment here in the next uh, hour and a half, so uh, we're going to – we've decided to switch it up, and uh, Mark had brought something to my attention about – Molech and the ancient demonic deities and and things of that in the Bible and and uh, you know satanic cults and things like that and uh, that happens to be what I would consider an area of expertise in my studies. So, Mark, you go ahead and take it away. You ask me questions or you make statements, whatever you want to do. It's yours. Okay. Um. <clears throat> I thought I'd like to start real quick. Um, I'm going to say a little prayer. If oh, you don't let's mind. do it. Um, and for those who 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 believe in the faith of of the Lord Jesus, um, that's great. And I'm speaking out to you as well. You know what? And, let me just let me just say this real quick. And I meant to say this at the beginning. Was um, you know I, I've met a lot of people in my life, and and I've always been a man of of, of you know you know seeking spiritual wisdom no matter what it is what part of the world whatever but of all the christians i've ever met you know self-proclaimed or otherwise uh if i was ever to ask anybody outside of my grandma who just passed away who said she read the bible over 12 times and i believe her because she would recite scripture like nobody's business would be my friend marky mark that i got on on the podcast now he has been a man of devout faith uh, for the last 20 years that I've known him, and he, has in, and he hasn't swayed or wavered at all. So you go ahead and take it away, Marky Mark. Give me an interruption. 
I don't I don't know if that's deserved, but I I can tell you uh, from the moment that that God touched me, which was uh, through music, believe it or not, um, uh, it was I've I've kept my eye on him. That doesn't mean that I haven't failed in my uh, <clears throat> as a human being. I fail constantly and every day. And uh, but I'm always praying for forgiveness for those failings. I can tell you that, you know, I'm entrapped by the, the sins of the body and the eyes and ears. Um, and this world is uh, is a one huge playground for sinning. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, and it seems and that's part of the something I experienced when I was living in L.A. was that uh, the more you sin, the more you are accepted which was kind of scary to me when I was out there. And it's probably some of my most um, deepest faith was coming about and probably in conjunction with the, if you had listened to our previous podcast was when we were discussing our deep dive and how uh, back in those early two thousands, I came across the horrific things of which human beings were doing uh to children yes and uh one of those well before i get started i, I just then again i just i just want to say a prayer to bless this yeah. conversation Let's because pray. for ever watching it listening to it so dear lord father god um, um the name of all names we we raise ourselves up to you and and lord jesus we ask that you'd bless this conversation and that in these times of utmost darkness and uh, where the lie is ever encompassing, that you would uh, take the the scales off people's eyes and and allow them to listen when you say listen, listen twice, and verily, verily, you mean it doubly. So, Father God, is your emphasis, and we just ask that you bless this station. We delve into the darkness that is so so unbelievable and so corrupt and so horrific to most human beings who believers or not that they can't accept they will not be able to accept they, it's difficult to accept father the darkness of which is happening in front of us and that we ask that you would be with all the holy warriors all of the men and the women throughout this world that are fighting this darkness right now and trying to free your children, Lord, physically, the young people, the young children, Lord, that have been held captive in, in these uh, being used for their satanic ritual sacrifices and their sick, their sick desires, Lord. And we just ask that you'd be with us and bless us and bless all those who would listen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, can I get an amen? Amen. And and I just and for people about the amen and a women is ridiculous because it's it's language yeah. and it's just it's and, and it's a word that's been translated, you know, to mean a fi it's done. It's the end. It's the finish. Well, and to it, try to put some weird, uh, you know, other connotation to that is just ignorance. Well, that, just ign that that goes back to the goddess worship, Lakshmi, uh, uh, the destroyer, um, and uh, you know the symbol in front of CERN, the the the, the lady with the multiple arms uh, dancing on top of the baby, killing the baby. 
so th they're they're very calculated in, in this in the in that way. So um, and and so I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and and when we were doing I was talking about you know I and I appreciate your um your confidence in me as a, a man of the Lord. And I can tell you I'm a sinner and I've failed um, as much as any person, but I've never denied my God in front of anybody or anything. And I've never delusioned myself of, of when I was seen and it was okay. And um, so when I was in LA and we were doing our deep dive, one of the things mm. that, that actually and I sadly have to say, one of the things that kind of stopped me from doing the deep dive was how horrible I found of what people were doing to children. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't read it. I couldn't see it. I couldn't study it anymore. Yeah. I couldn't do it anymore. Um, I had felt. And, and I kind of touched on this last time. I felt like I had re read enough, had gained enough knowledge to know that at this point there was not anything that I could hear, read, or see images of that would surprise me at this point. No. Well, of you... the horrific things. And I'm going to relate the one that, that got me, that stuck with me, that I deep dive researched on my own. Remember, this is in the early 2000s. This is far beyond any because somebody accused me of something about, well, you're just repeating that Q conspiracy. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. OK, you're an idiot. Yeah. And basically, pardon me, shut the fuck up because <laughs> you don't know what the hell you're talking about, because this was way beyond that. This was Absolutely. in the early 2000s. And I read and look, I grew up with a little statue in my room and it was a little statue of it said he ain't heavy he's my brother and it was a little statue that you'll find in front of the boys town in nebraska and my father always felt like that was something important for me and my brothers to understand which was a beautiful thing that he always said the world is you know there's all those people out there but they're not your blood that's not your brother. So whatever happens in your life, you never forget this is your brother. And and so that little statue always stuck with me, and it meant something to me of the one brother carrying the other one. Did, Think you, about uh, did you ever hear about the Boys Town? Well, that's, that, that's, that's what I'm talking about. So okay. when I crossed this line of study, um, again, I was following money at the time. And the money came across the Franklin Fund um, conspiracy. With Lawrence A. King. Was, which was interesting because when I worked at Merrill Lynch, I was, believe it or not, folks, I was a, um, an, a margin options accountant uh, before I was 25. Um, and you said you worked for Merrill Lynch? Yeah, I was a margin which, options which accountant. Which is, is, is Moloch. It's the bull. So, so when I was working at Merrill Lynch, one of the one of my accounts, I, I dealt with Lexington, Kentucky, and uh, Bowling Green, and and some of these other areas were the offices that I worked with, and there was a lot of people that that traded and invested in the Franklin Fund. So I was intimately familiar with that fund. <laughs> it was an investment fund, and 
people would buy, you know, into it and uh, as a solid investment, et cetera. So when I came across this thing about the Franklin Fund conspiracy, it, you know, it, of course, it, it piqued my interest because it was something I was already familiar with. And I started pulling on that thread and found out about that person, like you were saying. Um, and then and it led that thread led to what another. And I don't think these these mile markers that God puts in our life to awaken us are not there on, by accident. Uh, my wife and I, yeah. we don't agree in coincidences anymore. Uh, just too many you can't you just uh, no. we yeah. it's not a coincidence and all of a sudden i'm seeing a, a reference to the boys town and a monsignor that was there who was running the boys town who was uh accused of embezzlement and had connections to the franklin fund and i'm like what boys town not boys town yeah not that well, Come listen on, to that's... the name, Boys Town. It sounds like a, a you know, so, a brothel for sickos. Right. So, so as I start investigating, I come across a news article, and and remember the the story. I'm telling you, they hadn't began. When I say they, whenever you hear me use the word they, I I speak about the global elite. Yeah. And the super elite. Now people will call that now the deep state, but back then I had no a name for it. And I looked at, we had the, the brief discussion about sovereignty and, and the aristocrats and, you know, the monarchy. And so I looked at the elite and the peasants, you know, we, we are not the elite and the elite have always been running things. So when I came across that, and so I'm looking at, this monsignor and i'm seeing where this person was accused of embezzlement and i'm like what and where it was showing this guy had like 40 something thousand dollars a month being put into his bank account and 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 the boys town was having this uh, huge amount of money deposited into their bank account and I'm like, well, that's odd. Yeah. And they were tied to this scheme by this guy attached to Franklin Fund. And so I investigated more and I came across an article about some children who claimed, quote unquote, claimed that they had escaped, escaped from Boys Town. And with some, like, you know, a far-fetched tale of what had happened to them when, you were, when they were there. I believe, and, uh, I believe one of those kids' names was Paul Bonacci, and, and somehow uh, Hunter S. Thompson was tied in with this shit. Somehow, uh, my memory could escape me. I remember I, I deep dove on this, this, this case— for about two weeks straight at one point, and I know one of the heads leading directly to the White House to, uh, I believe it was George Bush Sr. at the time, was Lawrence A. King, who was a Republican. So for people who think it's just Democrats or whatever, the Republicans are involved too. And 
And if, if oh, you know, yeah. we can't see that after what just happened in the White House or the, the Capitol recently, like where the Republican Party flipped and, and burned all the all the patriots, um, which I don't even see as Republicans anymore. I see these guys as like progressive conservatives. You know what I mean? Yeah, I typed in Paul Bonacci and immediately came up Franklin scandal. Yeah. OK, so I, I still and got that. He had witnessed a oh, look, here he goes. Um, it says, uh, and Lawrence he, A. King went to jail for some financial shit. Like, I think like it, it was says, like 28 oh, yeah. or $38 million or some shit. And they well, locked it, him it, up. It's there's, there's a lot more than that, but it says here that he told the legislative committee investigator, Gary, uh, Caridori about a snuff film he had witnessed in Northern California. And he later said that one of the film's participants introduced himself as, Hunter Thomas. Bam. Okay, bam. Now, Mark, I want you to know this. I studied this 10 years ago and haven't gone back to it. That My, my mind is like a steel trap. I'm not and, saying I'm wrong on certain things here and there for sure, but most things that I study, I study like I drive it into my brain until I'm, I'm overexerted with it so so that I am like I, I, I know what the fuck I'm talking about, right? Right, and and he he was one of them along with a girl, Alicia Owen, and he's disappeared. Well, so I want to I want to say something on the Hunter Thompson thing. So Johnny Depp played Hunter Thompson in Fear and Loathing. Now, uh, my father was a prop maker on the Fear and Loathing set. You know, he's a high level you know prop maker, construction coordinator, foreman, all that stuff, and. Um, if uh, for Johnny Depp, at least I remember reading this article somewhere, Johnny Depp had to go and basically shadow and 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 like be, you know, Hunter S. Thompson's apprentice. Right. So he could learn his mannerisms for the role that he was about to play. Uh, to my knowledge, uh, Hunter S. Thompson locked Johnny Depp in a coffin for hours or days, I don't remember what it was. That in itself is part of a satanic ritual. Another thing to think about um, is in that movie, uh, Fear and Loathing, at one point, Johnny Depp, who is playing Hunter S. Thompson, talks about, I believe it was like 40 cc's of adrenochrome, which was the first mention, to my knowledge, publicly of adrenochrome, which is the adrenalized blood of young children. So, again, we know that blood drinking is, is indicative of satanic ceremonies. Yeah, who knows? That might have been why was exposed to that crap. Uh, another thing for people to consider is if, if I'm wrong and, and all this stuff people can look up, Johnny Depp and Marilyn Manson are really close friends. Well, Marilyn Manson is like, one of the heads of the satanic church and Johnny Depp and Marilyn Manson have like matching tattoos. And one of Marilyn Manson's tattoo is the swirling triangle or the swirl symbol, which is, you know, child's adult love. It's, it's, it's listed on, you know, a CIA or FBI websites as the symbol for pedophilia which was the symbol used in comic ping pong and their pizza things before they changed that. And 
Oh my God! That, that, that the swirling every... triangle and uh, uh, Marilyn Manson the... has that tattooed on him. And the Pope, he he has that on a um, on a uh, scarf. There's a picture yeah, of him. I've that seen it. All scarf. Yeah. It's so so. <clears throat> so I'm gonna get back to it. Uh, it's I I noticed the last time when I reviewed our last conversation that we. We had a tendency to meander off a subject and then never would come back. Well, I just and, want to and, put details out there. So go on. Yeah, I it's it. I I wish we almost had a third party to <laughs> to help us stay yes. stay on track easier because you and I's knowledge is so broad as far as different things are concerned. So you were going talking back, about the the financial right records no, but let's, of let's go Franklin. But do this research though. So I came across this stuff, and I'm going to say what I'm going to say. I don't want to talk about it after this, but I'm going to say this one more time. And I, this was part of what I'm going to say is what kind of made my family think I was freaking out. Mm-hmm. No, they I couldn't. Do that. They couldn't believe this, and and so, so what I discovered was when I started reading these transcripts of what these children said, and what I believe there was. There was five or six of them. I, there was a few of them. Yeah, there's like the, five or six of them. The oldest one, I think, was a teenager, and the youngest ones were like five. I'm pretty five, sure Paul Bonacci four, was the oldest. Four and five. I think Paul was the teenager. From yeah. I think you're right, and who had the most clear things. But the children, um, through their testimonies, as you know, using child, child psychologists, verified the information. So this is the one thing that stuck with me that I've never forgot. And God forgive me the fact that I didn't, that I let people being offended by what I said stop me from speaking. Um, so I really feel bad for that. Um, so, oh, that's awesome. My dog just busted into the room. <laughs> My... Well, and 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 on, the 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 similarities between like the Franklin School cover up and the the McMartin school case, which was busted open by Ted Gunderson, the head of the CIA, the the, the testimony between these really young children, it's it's always a very similar tale. So, so it's like, well, you know, the McMartin well, school gonna... case happens on the West Coast. And the Franklin uh, cover-up happens, I think, in the Midwest or on the East Coast. Uh, the forgive, forgive me. Yeah. So, so this is this is the story that I read. Are, are you are you talking in your phone? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you again. So this is the story that I read that changed my life forever in the way that I view what's going on in the world. When when I exposed my soul to the reality of what's happening, and the kid said, "Oh, I lost you. You there? Yeah, I'm here." And the kid said, "What?" And and the kid said that they would be taken out of Boys Town. This is boys and girls. Not just boys, uh-huh. and they would be basically blindfolded and transported for maybe miles and miles and miles. Yep. And the one story was 
the kid was recollecting one of them amongst many that they when the time they unfolded them they were inside of cages mind you yep like animal cages yep and they were in what sounds and if you've been in washington it sounds like a building and buildings in washington where you have a big marble floor and then you have around uh this like a rectangle and then there's a second level with columns and there's a you know a balcony but not you know like another floor where you can look down into the bottom floor yeah either washington or a masonic temple right and i've been into um, different places like that for shows and and events uh, in the music business and um they were looking down and and he said they were on the bottom floor in these cages and there were all of these high-powered people high-powered people um there and um Sorry, my dog's eating something. <laughs> I don't know what it's probably something it shouldn't be eating. But so the, all these all these high powered people were there. You know, there there's wealthy individuals, there's politicians, um, you name it. And they were hang on, I think this dog's trying to just <laughs> Come on. So Come on, let's go. I, I, I just want to say something to the listeners. Uh, I'm just going to, you know, it's not like, you know, that this isn't public knowledge. The McMartin school case busted open by Ted Gunderson. The Franklin cover up with Paul Bonacci right. ran by Lawrence A. King. And then you have Jimmy Seville, who was linked in with the British royal family. And, and he was running his night, ninth circle shit. And, you know, there's just a slew of, of right. all this shit. And again, I had never heard anything it's about public this. knowledge. Back back then, I had never heard of nothing like this. I, it, it, I, it, who would talk about this? Nobody. The only person I ever heard anything say anything about this was our brother, Ryan. Yep. He was he he had mentioned some weird satanic rituals and all that stuff and. And like I said before, he set us a lot of people on the path of, of knowledge. And so they said that these they were in cages, and there's these two boys, and they were naked, of course, and they forced them to sodomize one another in front of all of these people inside of their – they were in a cage. And they forced them to sodomize one another and, and do whatever weird stuff that they were w- wanting them to do. And then they gave one of them a pistol, and they said, now shoot the other one in the head. Yep. And, um, you know, these kids are terrified, and and they know what's going to happen. They've already been tortured beyond what we can even comprehend. Um, So they're terrified, and they do whatever they're told, and and one boy kills the other one. Yep. Shoots him in the head and blows his brains out. And then they say, now have sex with that dead corpse. And this is all a, a ceremony for Wild, the corruption wild. of innocence. They they want to destroy purity. That's wild, why they do all this. And, and I'm this is too this is too beyond anything for a child or a kid to make up. 
who who would I I would never even have dreamed. Yeah. Up, I've got a great imagination. So, so that's what we're dealing with, people. Yeah. That and so this this all of this stuff going on about the election fraud, which is absolutely true. There's too much evidence for anybody. Anybody, you're an idiot if you don't acknowledge that there was fraud. There's just you're just the, you the scales are just so thick on your eyes, yeah. and your ego is so in, just encased on you that you just cannot understand that this is really happening. I don't care if you hate Trump, if you hate that man, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you want you want you want to hold on to truth. This. You want this to hold beyond. on to truth. And and these are the kind of entities that we're dealing with. And so because I'm being inundated with all of this stuff about what's going on, what's the Q phenomenon, all of this stuff, what's going to happen, everybody's saying that I've got – I know this guy, and this is breaking news. And I'm yeah. like, man, fuck the breaking news and your ego bullshit. You just want – you want to be the one who's breaking the news and saying I've got an insider in the military or my yeah. brother, father, mother – knows the general and this is going to happen and yep. I mean, shut the fuck up already because it's not even about that it's about this satanic evil stuff that's going on that's the battle that's the battle and that's what i've been convicted with and i was praying and praying and praying and one thing keeps coming up and I was and I've decided because there's so much there's so much misinformation and there's so many lies and it's so hard to disseminate the truth at this point that I went back to the source of all truth and I went back to the Bible and I started listening to that, that scripture. I started listening to it, which has been my touchstone for reality throughout my life. And I and we'll touch a little bit on that. And what the pushback from my atheist friends and people would say, but, but I I started I listened to the Bible I put it on where it reads to me, and I'm listening to it, and I fell asleep with the word going on in the background, and I woke up to the scripture regarding uh, Moloch. And all of the different, it's right in the middle of Leviticus. And it's interesting that in Leviticus, in that section of Leviticus, it's mostly talking about all these different, remember now Leviticus was the rules, the very detailed, overly detailed rules of what you can and cannot do as, a, as an Israel, a member of the nation of Israel at the time. And and so a lot of these rules, um, very specific, which Jesus didn't do away with the old rules. He he acknowledged that none of us can keep them. And, and that was part of that. But this part was getting through all of the sexual deviations that that they wouldn't allow. And they're detailed every single thing that you can think of. And, you know, and it goes on and on and on. And I'm guilty of several of them. Trust me, mm -hmm. of the way I think, the way I've pursued sexuality in my life. I'm not proud of it. 
um, you know, a bunch of these things that we were taught, you know, like reading Playboy was it was always a fantasy for a guy to get with a, a hot woman and his hot daughter and her hot daughter. You know, that's that was that was trained as that was something cool. It's not fucking cool. It's not cool at all. That was that was how we're being trained to become these cesspools of Satan's plaything and manipulate us and manipulate us through our sin nature. So through all of these things that they're going on, detail, 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 boom, 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 one thing after another. You can't have sex like this. You can't do this. You can't do that. You know, you can't do that. And all of a sudden, right in the middle of all of that is something about sacrificing your kids to Moloch. Yeah. In the middle of all this other stuff, right in the middle, and that's where I woke up. I woke up about can't have sex with animals and then the Moloch thing. I'm like, what? And I paused it, and, I'm, and I didn't think that. I woke up by accident. No, of course not. I don't think that was an accident. And and so I'm like – and I fall asleep again, and I woke back up, and there's another passage. So there's these several passages that talk about Moloch. And so I'm like, okay, I – I thought I knew most of these, you know, Baal, Molech, and, you know, God was pretty harsh. He said that, you know, talking about especially knowing, referencing the, the instance that I read and now reading and seeing pictures and images coming out of the raids going on underground and the stacks of cages of children. Now, whether you believe that or not, where did that image come from? Where where is where are these pictures of all these naked kids inside of cages coming from? Where is that happening? Did somebody is that art? If it's art, it's pretty sick art, and it says a lot about what I'm saying. If it came from somewhere, it was it a movie? Was it a it what those are real children inside of cages? Yeah. So something sick on a massive level is happening. What's Another, been happening that, since the times of, uh, you know, 6,000 years ago and before, probably. You know? Right. I mean, this well, isn't well, a new, a well, new thing. I mean. And then study Moloch. And Moloch back then was, was, the, was a bull. But Merrill it was Lynch, also, Mark. It Merrill was, Lynch. That's the right. gold. It was also, it also ha- takes on the shape of an owl. Yeah. And so. I'm like, as soon as I read the thing about the owl, I'm like, well, man, I've been in D.C. I know the shape of how everything's laid out in D.C. It's a shape of an owl. Yep. And I think about the Bohemian Grove. Because the owl's the watcher in the night. And it's the owl worship. And then the thing on Epstein Island. It's these. So some like. Yeah, well, the golden owls people, on top of his uh, Babylonian dude, temple. Come on. So it it became quickly apparent to my spirit as I prayed on it more that, that what we're seeing is the unveiling of the disciples of the cult of Moloch. Yeah. And that's when I made that meme and I corrected it, Jeremy, you're right. I, it's not just, it's not demon craps and it's not, it's not, you. and again, as my father said, you can't use universal inferences. You can't say it's every and all. And I will say most, most of the demon craps and most of the rhinos and all of these people are are caught up in this weird cult 
of humans of, of child sacrifice, adrenochrome drinking, and they're sick. And that's exactly what the Bible talks about. It's it, these people who sacrifice their children to Moloch. They're wanting to get blessed from it. Yeah. Uh, fertility, all of these sick things. And now I'd like in. So what is your research on Moloch and those that that? So, um, well, like I said, uh, you know, these people will be known by their symbols and things of that nature. Like you can go online and you can look up several pictures of high level politicians, including George Bush and Obama and all these people throwing up the de the the devil horns hand symbol, which I believe is 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 a uh, Moloch. Or, or, or Lucifer, Pan, uh, the Monitor uh, symbol. It's not, they're not throwing this up to say I love you because these people have no love in their hearts. And I'm not saying that when they were born they didn't, but, you know, if you grow up in a satanic cult where you're repeatedly molested and, and psychologically and physically and mentally and spiritually tortured from a young age, you become disassociative, which means your body will develop multiple personalities so that you can disassociate from reality. And I believe, you know, with particularly these Bush-era deep state politicians that have been in office for 30 years, and I have hated these people my entire life. And so now when you have, and I don't want to sit here and, 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 and preach up Trump too much, but I do want to, you know, because truth for me, whether it comes from the left or the right, is really important, right? My, my truth is always truth in the is middle. Truth. Yeah, truth, truth is truth. Truth is truth. The man. truth for me is always somewhere in the middle. So I'm trying not to get lost in the left right paradigm too much because it's both sides uh, of the agreed. aisle. It's agreed. both sides of the aisle. But I've always hated these, you know, deep state old school Republicans. And so when Donald Trump got into office and they blamed him, the new guy in town, and they called him a racist. And yet, you know, before he was even in office, he was hanging out with all these black celebrities and boxers and and and, and all these people and going on Oprah Winfrey all the time. I'm like, this guy's not a racist. This is bullshit. So I was turned off by the lies of the mainstream media, which I know was created as a smokescreen to protect the elites. And the elites are a smokescreen to protect these uh, bloodline families, which I believe go all the way back to the Nephilims, the giants, the men of great renown that we hear about in Genesis 6. And um, when I look at, like, uh, why they're doing this now, uh, when when the when the fallen angels came to earth and now you correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not a biblical scholar I've never read the Bible all the way through I listen to a lot of biblical stuff but I, I I'm deep diving on on just about anything you can think about from Hinduism to Christianity to Islam to what Judaism and all that stuff right I I've I've done similar in in the religions when I was searching for my faith yeah mm -hmm. so so uh. What I think is the fallen angels came to earth, which were the builders, which is why we have all this in, in, incredible architecture all over the world. Somebody had uh, uh, said something along the lines of, well, Jesus talks about mansions in heaven. And somebody had said, well, maybe the giants, the fallen ones came down here and we're trying to, you know, replicate, you know, heavenly structures 
because I don't even think a lot of this architecture could be rebuilt. I don't even think we, we have people that know how to build that. And then we can mm. go to like, you know, cause a lot of this is based off symbology, the name Mason, which means builder, stone worker. Well, these people were builders and, and what were the giants doing? Um, they were eating the, the people and they were fucking the women because, you know, the the women, God's created women were gorgeous, right? So with these satanic cults, I surmised about a week ago in my head, I was like, okay, well, these guys are trying to replicate what the giants, the fallen ones, taught them. So their way of doing that, now this is my theory. I didn't hear this from anywhere else. These people, children are small versions of us. So they eat the children like the giants did the humans, and then they have sex with the children like the giants did the humans. And this is their way of continuing this bloodline of the fallen ones, right? Um, yeah. Now, Baal, B-A-A-L, Again, we, we agreed there's no coincidences, right? Well, you look at every major sport, you know, sports out there. Ball, go play with a ball. They want you to play with ball, right? And if people don't get it and they think it's a coincidence, you know, Jeremy, that, there's no such fucking thing as coincidences. If you're still stuck in coincidences, you don't know yourself and you don't know the world around you, period. No. You are caught up in psychological warfare. And most people that are, are the most abhorrent victims of psychological warfare are either young children who don't know about the world around them that are being abused or used by adults or just ignorant adults who have bought into this fucking system. So they're stuck in psychological warfare not paying attention to their surroundings and they're trying to tell people like us that have spent the last 20 years studying this shit, and me, somebody who fucking lived it on the streets and in jail and all this shit. So it's it's like it's very easy for me to see as, you know, somebody who was locked up with some of the most ruthless convicts and, and, and young criminals in Los Angeles to see what a, what a criminal would do for 150 bucks and it's not hard for me to imagine what a politician would do for 150 million bucks and why people turn a blind eye to this and why they think they're so important and the government's got their back so it blows me away all right so so that and and that real quick ties into we're not going to get into it but the federal reserve and the money manipulation and I'll just say for a primer, anybody, go read the book, uh, The Creature from Jekyll Island. Um, if you read that from cover to cover, you'll have a good understanding uh, of what's going on in the world. Because, look, man, the manipulation – we said before the manipulation of money. So we talked about greed and power and control, and that money which, which allows – uh, this system to operate and for to paying these politicians. And, you know, if if you knew as a politician and let's say you're a good politician, you're a good guy, 
and you're working hard and you finally get to Washington and you're actually thinking you can do something and you get in a committee and you're you're taken under the wing of a committee chairman, you know, powerful committee chairman, the Ways and Means or something committee. You know, you're talking or, or you know, energy uh, committee. And and all of a sudden, you know, now, uh, you know, this guy's this woman, this guy, because evil's both taking you say, hey, come on, come over. Let's we're having a gathering at the house. You know, uh, there, you really should be there. It's going to be some very important and powerful people. And, you know, you've they've already introduced you to a few folks. It's really helped you out. Yep. You know, uh, they contributed. You know, the grooming it's a big, process. A, a big contractor, you know, in your district, you. Uh, you know, you shook the hands and all of a sudden, you know, you know, this guy puts a couple million in your campaign, you know, and this stuff is happening. And, and don't give me any of that stuff about campaign contribution limits because they cheat in every yeah, they don't possible exist. way that there is to cheat. Uh, there's no way that these people become multimillionaires on a public salary. No. But, um, you know, and so you're there and somebody offers you another position now of a chair of a committee. And they're like, come on, let's go in this back room. You go in this office and you're standing there and you're talking, you know, you're drinking your drink, smoking your cigar, whatever it is you're doing. And you're noticing a lot of weird symbols in that room and books and stuff. Yep. And you're seeing pictures of pentagrams and goats and weird shit. And uh, then all of a sudden they bring out, they open up some cabinet and it looks like some wine or some shit. And they go, you got to drink this. This is this will make you feel really good. And you're like, you know, you're not going to refuse because these are the this is the next level, man. Yeah. And they get you to drink this shit. It's all nasty. It's weird tasting. You're like, what is this? And they're like, oh, man, it's a new drug that they've come out with. And it helps maintain your vigor. You know, they might even make a joke about it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and they make, you know, to your penis, you know, will stay hard for hours, you yeah. know, whatever. And whatever it is, you know, keep it looking good and feeling good. And they're like, what is it called? They're like, well, it's a thing called adrenochrome. Like, oh, uh, okay. You know. And it makes you feel good. You get a fucking and, rush and, like and, you're on crack cocaine or something. And then, and then, you know. You're like, okay, so that meeting goes down, everything's cool, and you get the committee chair position, everything's rocking, and and you know, and they're like, hey man, we we got a fresh shipment of that adrenochrome stuff, man. You gotta come over and, and we're gonna have a little get private, smaller get together. So you go and you drink some more of that stuff, and you're feeling good, and you're and it's like it does, it's just doing something. Wow, crazy. And you're like, well, how? What is this stuff? And maybe you you decide to go do your own research on adrenochrome. Yeah. And all of a sudden you find out what it is and how, where it comes from. And you're like, what the, now you're making a choice at this point. Do you give up everything you've worked your whole life for? You're right at the pinnacle. You're ready to move to the next level. Shoot, man. You're even being talked of sometimes of possibly, you know, uh, the next president, you might be even, being his staff and 
or you know yeah whatever he's on the cabinet level position i mean power you're moving up man you're not on that next level for sure you've stepped up and all the other little punks around you you've now you're you're telling him what the hell is going on your district is benefiting from all of this your district's doing great because now money's flowing into your district you know red tapes being cut heads are being turned when stuff goes bad and they're like you know it's okay don't worry about it get it next time now you got to make a choice yep maybe maybe you confront the main guy that brought you into this stuff and you go hey what the hell is this stuff and that guy goes hey remember that party that you had a while back ago and you passed out because you didn't remember but they had slipped you some shit and now the dude shows you some pictures of you with some little kid and says, look, man, shut the fuck up and enjoy the ride. Or yeah. else this going to the public and your wife's going to know and your kids are going to know. And you're like, what? That that didn't happen. They're like, that sure looks like you. Maybe it ain't even you. Maybe because, you know, today's technology, brother, they could have a dude wearing a freaking green bodysuit. And they yep. CGI a deep you into fake. the picture. Yeah, they'll do a deep That's fake right. on your That's ass. Right. Deep fake. And they CGI'd somebody. Dude, if they can make a movie where the character is a golem, you know, uh, they can CGI your ass in there having sex with a kid. And or, or maybe you were a willing participant in all that. They got y'all fucked maybe, up on or drugs I'm, and then they they filmed. I'm just it. taking it from the point of actually a, a good person. Yeah. How a good person can slide down okay. this. Yeah, absolutely. And all of a sudden now you're making a choice. Do I risk my entire family's reputation? And just say, fuck, man, I what I mean, what are you going to do? These are these people are hugely powerful. Yep. They could ruin you with a snap of a finger. (coughs) Dude, that shit's happening. Yeah. Globally. Well, I I had heard. in addition to all of the sick fucks that willingly want to do it, yep. I believe, I truly believe in my heart of hearts, there, there's a lot of good people that have been totally fucked over this way. Yeah, well, I had heard. And they that, have the courage to stand up. I, I had heard that, uh, you know, a lot of people that had been involved in this shit actually came forth and, and they were tired of it and they're sick of it. And, and they came forth and they started saying they didn't want to be part of this anymore. And, and uh, you know, they were guilty of a lot of this shit, but, but they yes. were terrified, they were scared, and they came forth. Another thing to, to take into consideration is, again, too, a lot of people that are into this shit, that are part of this shit, right. that the seem cycle. into it, they were little kids once, and all this shit was done to them. You look at a lot of the celebrities, a lot of these oh, yeah. monarch, you know, look Lady Gaga, and, and all. Look at the look at the way Anderson Cooper was raised. Well, yeah, he was and raised in a fucking witch. His brother, his brother, fell out of a window, a upper story. His window. brother is Kathy O'Brien, dude. That's why she was so tight with his mother, with Anderson Cooper's mother. What was her name? L- Loria Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she was tight with Gloria Vanderbilt because that is her son that they did the transgender Baphomet ceremony on. That's Anderson Cooper's brother. A lot of people don't know that. Mm -hmm. Kathy O'Brien is Anderson Cooper's brother. 
and that's why they're tight. And that's why, she, you know, she said when, when Gloria died, Gloria Vanderbilt died, she was like a mother to me. And Gloria Vanderbilt said, oh, yeah, she's like a daughter to me because that's her son that they bathometed. They transed her. Um, so a lot of this shit, um, a lot of these people, they were raised in these cults and they're terrified. A lot of them are into it. A lot of them are fully immersed and completely and wholeheartedly yeah. ruled by demons. And how can, how can we, that's why even me, I check myself. Trust me, brother. I, I have visions of shooting some of these people in the face. If they, <laughs> I hear you, children. man. If they tortured the children. Yeah, I hear like you. That, like what we've heard about, you know, skinning kids alive. Yeah. All that horrible no. shit. Um, yeah, there would be making them I, eat I, shit I, and drink and soon, piss and blood. As soon and, as I think it, I, I'm, I'm before God and I'm like, Lord, I'm not you, Jesus. I, how, how do we forgive that? How, how do I reconcile my, the, your hate, the anger, the yeah. anger, and the you, abject. You take anger. that back to Christ consciousness, brother. And you think and, about and, them being children and that repeatedly and, happening to them. And, and that's see, why and, they are the way that they are. That's why we, I needed to hear you say that. Yep. But and and so I keep having to say judgment is not mine. Yeah, I know. I know. And, and I'm a judgmental and, motherfucker, too. And 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 I got to tell you, brother, if if I saw bunches of kids and kids in cages being tortured and living underground for so long that they've they you can't bring them above ground because the, uh, their the skin would burn, their, their eyes would yeah they die because you know like bringing you know and and I read something the other day about a submariner talking about that crap and how they and anybody that's a submariner that might listen to this could could probably confirm this I've known a couple of cats but being you know especially if you're in a boomer. And you're and you're nobody knows where you're at and you're submerged or inside of this tube for, you know, a month or two or whatever. And when they come to the surface, they can't only be outside for so long. Yep. Because their melatonin already starts to go away. So and they and they get sunburned by the sun's radiation like within 15 minutes. I can confirm it because uh, at one point of my six year prison sentence, I. uh I was in lockdown for a year straight. And what? during that year, I only got to go outside like three or four times. I spent the bulk of 14 months, 14 months in a fucking jail cell. Dude. That's it. And so I know what that's like. Mark, I hate to end it because this is some of my favorite shit to talk about. And I love you, and I want to get you back on again. This is a good ending point because this was a fucking powerful podcast. Um, okay, I, let me just say this last thing. Yeah, man. get it out. That coming up this week, we don't really know what's going to happen. Uh, it looks like some things are going to happen, but we're just guessing at this point. Secret operations aren't secret if people are telling you about it. Yeah. So no matter what ends up happening, 
after the 20th, these evil people are either going to be dealt with through our system of justice or not. No matter what's happening, if you please get on your knees in your every conscious thought, every possible moment you can, raise these people up in prayer to our Lord Jesus. And if you don't believe in Jesus, which I, you could talk to me anytime about, I would love to talk to you or anybody. I believe in Jesus. But if you don't even do that, I believe that there's positive energy in this world and that you can emit that positive energy and you lift these people up to you in any way, form that you can and you be with them and you be with them that they're under protection in this warfare, spiritual warfare and physical warfare, psychological and psychological warfare, which most people don't even see. You pray, 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 and be conscious of those around you that are not understanding of the depths of evil that we're surrounded by every single day. And I want to say one thing, too. The the guy, he was like the most horrific scientist slash doctor in Nazi Germany, Joseph Mengele, had said something along the lines of, the more we do to you, the less you believe it. So when you talk about the heart and the root and the action of the most diabolical evil, it escapes the mind or imagination of common man. So they just can't even believe it because that, that shit doesn't enter their peripheral. But and in God's word, he, he warns us of this. He goes, if you stand by, and I'm paraphrasing, and watch these people sacrifice the children to Moloch and do nothing, then I'm going to kick you out of the land. Yeah, I'm going to deal with you. So it's for us that know it's on us to do something. And we're, that's why I was driven today to talk about this because this is something we're doing something, Jeremy. We're trying, you know, and, and you you know, because you and me have been talking about crazy shit, philosophizing for two decades now, right? I've yeah, been po- yeah, you've brother. seen, I've been posting shit on Facebook for 10 years, and only now are people calling me a crazy QAnon conspiracy guy. And I've said from the gate, for I, all I know, QAnon is, a, is a psyop, for all I know. Dude, I I'm like, I I've been quit. talking about this for 10 years. Man, this has nothing to do with Q for me. That's what I'm saying, my yeah. brother. Hey, no. I got to go. I love you, brother. We'll do this again. Next time we got we to get into the Federal Reserve, though. Yeah, Monetary. That, that's the control system. That's how they control this world through that money system. Awesome. All yeah. right, Marky Mark. I love you, brother. Take care. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Esoteric Gladiator. Sorry, I had to cut it short. I love this topic. I can talk all day on it. Um, I hope you guys are doing good out there. I hope you're staying safe. Um, again, like, you know, there's a lot of shit going on. Is, is Trump a good guy? Is Trump a bad guy? Is Nancy Pelosi a good guy or a bad guy? And I just look at it like this. Am I a good guy? Am I doing the right thing? Uh, because at the end of the day, 
we are accountable for our own selves, our own free will, and what the fuck type of energy, love, hate, whatever we're putting out there. That's that's us. And I'm not going to rely on you know somebody who's been popularized by television cameras or anything to uh you know I'm not going to leave my fate in their fucking hands, dude. Even if the military's walking up the street, kicking in doors, shooting people in the head. I'm not going to freak out about it. I'm either going to go out like a warrior or I'm going to go out in meditation position, right? I'm not going to I'm not going to put my fate in the hands of another. I know that if it comes down to it, I'll fight for for my sovereignty and my freedom. Nobody's going to save us but us. And and that can translate into death, near-death experiences. How did you handle that experience? What was your reaction to that experience? And, you know, I try to always remember that. When, when I get riddled with fear, I focus on my breathing and I calm down and instantly shit goes calm. Nobody's going to save us but us and our connection to the Most High, God, the creator of all things. Yeshua, Yahweh, Christ Jesus. If that's what you want to call him. And I believe that they're all aligned. And a lot of these Bibles from all these religions are saying the same thing. The reason why I've been leaning heavier, a lot more heavy on the Bible lately is because the shit that I'm seeing in front of me is biblical. If, if, you know, these Satanists are the most powerful people in the world, that must mean they're in opposition with the, the, the Most High. And in the Bible, it describes all of this shit. And coincidentally, all these elites are worshiping Moloch and De- Baal and the devil and all these ancient uh, deities that are talked about in the Bible. Or these people are in the church themselves, the fucking Catholic Church the world's number one child trafficking uh, institution, right? Your favorite scientist hero, Dr. Fauci, is a Jesuit, which means he works for the Vatican, hanging out with the Clintons and Bill Gates, trafficking children out of Haiti. These motherfuckers are sick, dude. So I wish nothing but the best for all of you guys. Keep yourself healthy, mind, body, spirit. Learn, exercise, eat right, meditate, pray, do what you got to do to clean your temple out. Walk a, walk a good path. Take care, guys. Thank you.